Welcome to Strategy of the Commons, where we ask, are we capable of living sustainably? And if so, what's stopping us? My name's Nikki Rinaldi, and let's get into this. Hey everyone, and welcome back. Today, we'll be continuing our series about changes we can make to live more sustainably by talking about consumerism. This relates back to the first topic we covered in this series, reducing waste, since consuming less results in reduced waste production. What we choose to consume and how we consume it, however, can also have a large effect on our environmental impact. First of all, in this international world in which we live, much of what we consume was not even produced on this continent. This means that before we get our hands on things, those things have often already done quite a bit of traveling. This relates to last week's topic about how our travel choices affect our carbon footprints. Everything that we purchase also has a certain footprint, and the size of this footprint is largely dependent on how far these items had to travel to get to you, and how efficient that travel was. Buying locally produced products greatly reduces the emissions associated with the product and supports the local economy. Communities that have internal trade, meaning that producers sell products to members of their own community, are more resilient because they have local supply pathways. Imagine if trade between your city and the rest of the world were cut off. Wouldn't you want your city to have self-contained trade pathways in that case? Another way to reduce your environmental impacts through consumerism choices is simply to consume less and to consume higher quality goods when possible. In the age of fast fashion, there is constant pressure to buy, and it can be tempting to see monetary cost as the only cost of consuming goods. But buying a cheap shirt that will fall apart after being washed twice because it's on sale still has a high environmental cost. The material was probably imported, which has an environmental cost, and then when you end up throwing it away in two weeks, it also contributes to waste. Of course, not everyone can afford the upfront cost of purchasing higher quality goods, but most of us can save up an extra week or two to pay the difference to be able to buy a higher quality product that will last longer. According to the Wall Street Journal, Americans spend $1.2 trillion annually on non-essential goods, in other words, on items they don't even need. And, according to the Huffington Post, while we're spending all that money on things we don't need, the average American also throws away 65 pounds of clothing per year, which just shows how wasteful a lot of our consumption is. The largest obstacles to changing consumerism patterns are probably the financial aspects. People are often more motivated by financial costs than environmental ones. One way to overcome the price difference between locally produced goods and those produced abroad is through tariffs or subsidies, but such measures can have serious economic and political impacts, so it may not actually have the desired effects. In some communities, local craftsmen come together to create a crafts market, or a craftsmen's guild, where local products can be highlighted through the combined resources and efforts of many members of the community. Such events also often help foster a sense of community unity, which also has positive impacts on resilience. So, now that we're coming to the end of this episode, I just wanted to remind everyone about the Strategy of the Commons Facebook page. This is where you can let me know anything you'd like or dislike about this podcast, and it's also where I post most of my updates, including when an episode may be late for any reason. I'd love to hear from you all, 
what you think about this podcast, or if you have any ideas for future episodes. Next week, I'm planning to discuss how our dietary choices can affect our environmental impacts. Thank you.